And the next thing I know, here's this African-American guy in his white coat, running around, touching all the surfaces because he's blind. And I'm going, the x-ray tech, it's, he's blind. And I said, this is incredible how he's running around the clinic, touching everything to kind of figure out where it is. And before you get to say, I feel sorry for him, he's, I said, do you mind if I go with you into the developing room? He goes, no problem, Dr. Clapper, come on. And I follow him into the room. The door closes. Now, to develop an x-ray, like to develop film, you need it to be dark, pitch black, because any light will expose the film. It is ruined. So it has to be, they call it the dark room. And there is a red light. That's the only light, which really doesn't count as light. You really can't see anything in the dark room. Soon as that door closed, Dave Davis, hmm. he could run around the dark room like it was, he knew where everything was and he was so able-bodied and I was the blind person. And I remember that moment where, you know what? I can learn a lot from this man who can't see. And it's the same thing for you. You can learn a lot about the happiness in your life when you research and learn about someone who now is gonna be in a wheelchair, who before this World War II was running around playing basketball like some of the characters you described. I wanna know, how did it go from being in that Reinerson gym to take off as a league, as competition that affected beyond the VA system? Yeah, and as you mentioned, it, it starts in the VA hospital. That, that team I mentioned from Van Nuys, they eventually become known as the Flying Wheels. They were a special team. Um, they raised a lot of money with uh, Hollywood celebrities who, who uh, donated their time and money because they, they were into these guys and, and were rooting for them. Um, they actually were able to use a plane that was Howard Hughes allowed them to use one of his planes. Wow. Every year they would barnstorm across the nation. And they would play, first they would play other teams from the VA hospital, you know, teams of paralyzed veterans. But they would also play, as, as you mentioned, you were blind in the dark room. Mm -hmm. They would play able-bodied teams who would borrow wheelchairs for the occasion. Wow. And they would beat their, you know, beat the pants off because, you know, these guys didn't know how to manipulate a wheelchair. Wow. And drew thousands of people, you know, they had a key game, actually it wasn't the flying wheels, but uh, near and dear to your heart, there were two VA or three VA hospitals in the New York City area, including one in Staten Island. Hmm. Um, that team played a team from the Massachusetts VA in Madison Square Garden, 16,000 hmm. people, you know? Wow. Yeah, and the news media covered this, they, they made the cover of Newsweek, et cetera, et cetera. All of which is to say that sparked this drive that it would it could have athletes who weren't just paralyzed veterans, but others. And as you well know, at that time, late 40s, early 50s, you have the polio epidemic. Mm -hmm. So some of the first teams, as the veterans leave the VA hospitals and start settling down in their hometowns or wherever they settled, sometimes near the hospitals, a lot of them. Uh, settled in Southern California, as a matter of fact, to be near the hospital, first in Van Nuys and then in Long Beach, they would form teams outside the hospital. And it, oftentimes they would take a polio patient or two who would, who would be in a wheelchair or perhaps mm. an amputee. And that's how it would spread. 
and eventually some of the uh, there actually was a gentleman in in uh, Illinois at uh, University of Illinois who decided to form a league and start a tournament and his name was Tim Nugent just a, a you know an amazing character and that's how it spreads outside the VA so the VA the veterans start all of this and they're involved for many many years and still are some of them uh you know obviously other more recent veterans uh, but that's how it sort of spreads outside the hospital setting. Dave Davis, what a joy it always is to talk to you. I cannot wait till the movie comes out because <laughs> someone needs to make this into a movie. But you could just feel the excitement just listening to you talk. And you are a person who truly makes the world a better place. It's a real honor and a pleasure to have you join us this morning. Thanks so much for making time. Oh, thank you for having me, Dr. Clapper. Great to what, talk with you. What a pleasure. The, the book is called Wheels of Courage. Dave Davis, don't miss it. All right, Warriors, coming up next, I'll take your calls. The number is 877-710-ESPN, and I want to take you into the operating room of a fascinating knee surgery that I did yesterday and also a shoulder surgery. Can't wait to open the clinic. Give you some clapper vision. You're listening to the one and only Weekend Warrior Show here on 710 ESPN.